The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, the University of West Florida Foundation. Man, that that transition from Pensacola Morning News to Pep Talk is very, very quick. Uh, we're we're scrambling to get on the mics here this morning. Uh, good morning, if you're listening, uh, News Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake. Uh, glad to be here this morning. A oh, beautiful morning. Um, we've got executive landscaping here, uh, tightening things up for us uh, in the sunshine. Just uh, just a beautiful morning out there. Traffic's been pretty good as well. <clears throat> I'm joined this morning. Um, by Dr. Martha D. Saunders, uh, the president, and uh, also Dr. Gregory Tomso. Is, am I saying that right? Uh, the vice president of uh, academic uh, engagement and student affairs uh, from UWF Alumni Association. Uh, thank you for being here this morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, good morning. Good morning. All Great right. to be here. Let me get your microphone set up here. All right. So everybody can hear you. Um, <clears throat> uh, you guys have had a, a fantastic year at, at UWF. Yeah, it's been great. It has been. Yes. Um, um, so wanted to share, um, you know, some of the milestones and achievements that you guys are here to talk about. Um, as, as always, you can go to uh, uwf.edu slash alumni uh, and take a look at uh, all that the Alumni Relations Department is doing, uh, you know, and uh, go Argos. So uh, uh, go ahead. I'll so, start with you, Dr. Saunders. Well, oh, let me get started. First of all. <laughs> Uh, you know, we started this year, and we'll just go by the calendar. We started this year on a high. Uh, we have enjoyed record enrollment for the last three years, and this past fall, we, you know, sort of broke broke through the roof on that. We have enjoyed record uh, fundraising. We have gotten a lot of national recognition, so we're feeling pretty smug and swaggering into. 2023. Oh, I like those terms, smug yeah, well, and swaggering. You know, yeah, you got all right. it. All right. You got okay. It. All right. It. So, <laughs> so, um, but and so when we uh, so we opened that year feeling really, really good, and a lot of good things happened. Some things started in January. Right. So yeah. some of the big news from earlier this year was that we had two of our academic programs named and endowed by very generous community members. The first was the Jerry Maygarden Undergraduate Communication Program, and the second is our Tyler Chase Norwood Construction Management Program. And both of these gifts came from graduates of those particular programs. So oh. we were really thrilled and honored to see that synergy come back to our campus from our community and our alumni. How big is the uh, the construction management program? Because I know, uh, you know, where I come from, that was sort of a focus of a lot of people coming out of my high school, uh, going into college, as they really wanted to, to get into the construction uh, trade, especially contracting. Uh, do you see that, that program growing in this area? It is fast growing, oh. and it's certainly well partnered with our um, engineering programs, mm. and we are launching civil engineering now, so they go hand in glove with each other. Oh, great. Yeah. And it's great to see the students interacting across the disciplines and learning all of the multimodal skills, ways of critical thinking and approaching problems that are really important in industry today. So we're really happy that our students are getting that kind of practical training along with their academic training. What do you think the uh, the impact is of the, the, the current students seeing former students return in such a big way and uh, and make such big moves in the program? 
I think it makes a huge difference. You know, we're, we opened in 1967, and we're really just now getting to a point where our alums have, have reached the pinnacle of their careers, mm. uh, and they're coming back. And, and it, can, it's, it has to be inspiring mm. to our students because not only do they see other people who have gotten a good opportunity, taken the education we gave them at UWF and made great with it, but care enough to come back and uh, and give back. Yes. I remind our students sometimes that you know we're standing on the shoulders of people who they, who know, who don't Giants. know us, oh, yeah. but they invested in us. We get scholarships endowed by people who never met us, uh, and there's there's a responsibility there to give back. Mm. We have a commencement ceremony coming up this weekend, actually, for our fall semester graduates, and we're crossing a huge milestone for the university this weekend. We're going to cross the 100,000 alumni mark wow. for our local university. So we are very excited about this weekend. Wow. That's, that's going to be a big celebration. I mean, those numbers, uh, you, you can't deny the success of, of a program like that. Um, Getting back to the news from the year, uh, in April, uh, you had some uh, some big news there, correct? We did. We yeah. have something called the Argo Bond Fund. And this is a group of select students from the College of Business. And they broke onto the national scene uh, of a global portfolio competition and won first place this year in competing in fundraising uh, or in, in bond management recommendations in doing so and they're using real money uh in doing so they have outperformed the best of the bond markets and that so we're very proud of using real money yes and that money is uh provided by the university foundation oh okay wow uh real world experience definitely while it's actually happening and and winning (laughs) Uh, that's great yeah you can't beat that Uh, i remember in in school we did a uh we did a a class project where we had to follow some stocks and things like that and um (laughs) the person in our class that did the best chose strictly on just random you know sets of of thought processes just oh well i like the name of this i'll go with it and they outperformed everybody and we were searching analytics and doing all kinds of research and it, it just didn't um, but with bonds, I know it, it probably works a little bit different, but obviously somebody in your college of business knows what's going on. So that's great. Um, uh, moving on, um, you know, uh, this is a big topic, of course, and something that I actually considered getting into. And I think a lot of students in this area get into it because it's so uh, I think it's it's hyped uh, from such a good program. Uh, the cybersecurity program. Uh, I hear a lot about it. I know every time I drive by the sign, I see you know advertisements for you know join this program. Uh, and I think in the future that's that this field is only going to grow and expand and change and 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 evolve. You're um, absolutely right mm-hmm. that we all need to do better and be more aware of cybersecurity yes. issues uh, at our local home computers and our vast enterprise networks. And mm-hmm. we're excited in the spring of this year as we look back over our successes that. Our Center for Cybersecurity celebrated the success of our National Cybersecurity Workforce Development Program. And this huge effort under the leadership of Dr. Aman Al-Sheikh caught the attention of our uh, national leaders in Washington, D.C. and was actually featured in the White House National Strategy. So that was a big recognition for us. Um, and, And we've just been uh, really, really happy with the grant money and the attention that that program's getting, not just nationally, but internationally as well. Mm. 
Yeah, and any help you guys can offer to the White House, please do. Um, <laughs> go, go help them, uh, especially when it comes to financial things. Um, but yeah, cyber cybersecurity, um, I've been hearing uh, horror stories all week, uh, and it happened to my parents a couple weeks ago, it, and I've seen them in my inbox this this season this type of uh, this time of year inundated with emails that look like real emails they they act like real emails and they just want you to click on something in that email and it happens and um it, it's only getting worse with ai um what what do you think the role of ai is going to be inside i mean i know this is really probably not your your forte and i'm going to put you on the spot a little bit but uh what do you both think about ai and the and the cybersecurity piece of that and how that's going to play into it I think we don't we don't know everything yet. Uh, yeah, new <laughs> uh, frontier. And, but I think it pays to be mindful. But it pays to be mindful anyway. Uh, I was uh, talking last night with our CIO at the university, and uh, I, I guess I said something like, "Well, are we under attack?" And he said, "We're always, always under, under attack." attack and yes. but and, and we do believe that mindfulness and awareness matters and. You know, in some ways, AI is just outpacing our ability to to know what's happening. But I think there are also a lot of programs, like our cybersecurity program, that are helping people keep abreast of it. So take a breath. Don't do anything stupid. Right. And that's what we need, our programs that provide up-to-the-minute, up-to-the-second opportunities to monitor, to control, to fight back. And we need robust, trained, good people to guard our systems, mm. and not only to train us at the local level, but to think nationally about national security, about our uh, electricity grids, our financial systems. All of those are areas that we can help the community focus on in the training that we provide and the up-to-the-minute strategies and technologies that are absolutely vital. I mean, your question is right on, and, and certainly we have faculty and students who are looking at AI uh, both as an opportunity and as a threat. Mm. And, and that's the way you have to approach it. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, I grew up in a school system where our books were sometimes outdated. You know, you see the civil rights movement uh, listed as trouble ahead. And you're like, wait a minute, how old uh, is this book? But now everything moves in real time. Uh, you know, I, I see it here every day. The news moves so fast and, and things change so fast. And just uh, everybody's perception of the world is is really changing at such a quick rate. I read a phrase uh, about about trends and the societal com- consequences that they call multiplying maladjustments and it has to do with all the information that's just sort of piling on us and our inability to process it uh, in a sensible way quickly and Mul- multiplying maladjustments yes. i like that I don't like you that a lot. kind yeah. of describes it all doesn't very it? very cool and I'm just, I was just thinking about AI in, in general, not just in cybersecurity, but how much AI is changing the landscape of higher education and I'm sure secondary education. And we're all working hard to stay abreast of opportunities, the ethics of AI. Mm, definitely. And the productivity increases that we can all enjoy if we can harness these technologies responsibly. Mm. And if you see the YouTube video clip like I did, uh, AI will not make you a million dollars a month. 
I tried it. Uh, I think he's missing something there. I missed one of the steps, I think. I don't know. Um, we're talking this morning. This is the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Jake, for the Pensacola Expert Panel. I am joined today by Dr. Martha Saunders and Dr. Gregory Thompson, the president and vice president of academic engagement and student affairs at UWF. Check out the website, uh, uwf.edu slash alumni. Uh, you were mentioning earlier 100,000 plus now UWF alumni strewn over 70 countries. Um, you have uh, nine alumni chapters, uh, affinity groups, all kinds of uh, fundraising that's going on. And people, you know, especially people that move back to this area and uh, who are UWF alums, definitely uh, stepping up to the plate when it comes to funding. Uh, we've got a lot to cover. If you have any questions, let us know. 437-1620 is our tip line and our question line. If you have any questions, go ahead and send them on in and we will answer them on the air. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. We've got a lot to cover today. Uh, we've been talking about cybersecurity, uh, AI and its role in all of this. Um, getting back to some of the events from this year, because it's been a huge year for uh, UWF this summer, uh, you had some new programs added, uh, correct? We did. Yeah. Uh, we added an MBA in executive leadership, and this is uh, a part of our brand new leadership program from the College of Business that seems to be getting a lot of important attention. Uh, a direct entry Master of Science in Nursing program, and I'm pretty excited about that. This is a program that provides nursing uh, training, nursing education for people who already have a degree that's not in nursing. And so people who, are, uh, who have come, already have that degree, think they want to go into nursing, then uh, that Master of Science is a direct entry, uh, and they end up with uh, nursing credentials and a master's degree. Also, a new Master of Science in Sports Administration. That is a big and fast-growing mm-hmm. area that uh, for which there's been a good bit of demand. Well, here just in this area alone, we have uh, a great hockey team, great baseball team. Uh, maybe one day we'll have a uh, an NFL, you know, maybe a, a small subset uh, here in town. But uh, so many great sports teams that also give back um, and do a lot for our community. Um, and uh, this direct entry, uh, when you were talking about that, it made me think of the, the old adage, you know, you need experience to get a job, but you need a job to get experience. Is that what the direct entry, am I understanding this correct? Well, direct entry is, is for people who have a different degree, but what oh, it, okay. I think one of the things that it yields uh, are people who have been in the workplace a little longer. Mm. Uh, they're not fresh out of college uh. in, individuals. They are likely to be a bit more, uh, a, li- a little older, a little more mature. A fall and chicken, we'll have if you will. Had, yeah. We'll that's... have had a work experience, mm. and I think that's always beneficial. The state of Florida is investing heavily in nursing programs at all levels, and we certainly have benefited from the state in our ability to be able to expand our footprint in healthcare. And we are very committed to making sure that we have trained professionals in our healthcare industry to deal with our ever-growing population here in Pensacola and in Florida. So this is a really big, important area for us. And this program is going to help a lot in trying to meet some of those workforce demands. And, uh, and you know, bless those people, because especially after, you know, the pandemic, anybody wanting to get into uh, you know, anything health related or anything with like a crisis management, <laughs> anything like that, like bless you for, for running into the fire, uh, in that, in that situation. Um, getting back to some of the, the great things from this year at UWF, um, archeology span network. I, I was not aware, um, how much, how much archeology span is going. I'm, I'm immediately reminded of, uh, 
of uh, my my favorite, um, and I'm blanking, uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, you know, we, we, when we think of archaeology, we all picture basically him sitting at that desk, right, with the, with the suit and the hat and just, you know, ready to go uh, on an adventure. But, um, but you guys are getting money for this. What, what's going on with the, with the archaeology program? Yeah, this is one of my favorites from our College of Arts, Social Science, and Humanities. The Florida Public Archaeology Network works across the state. It's, it's housed here at UWF, and it, the emphasis really is on that word public, you know, working for the greater good to try to understand our cultural heritage, our history, the peoples who lived here before us, and what they did, who they were, and how they influenced the present day. We were excited in August that we were awarded a $100,000 grant from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration through the Florida Public Archaeology Network. And this grant is going to work on cultural heritage studies in the Apalachicola area, where there's a lot of work to do. And it's also going to enhance our ability to do environmental management in that area. There's been a lot of human um, incursion. There's been a lot of climate incursion in that area. So there's a lot of management work that needs to be done. So this grant is going to go a long way in helping us understand those efforts. And we have a long history at UWF of being leaders in archaeology in the mm. state. Yeah, we are the Indiana Joneses of of Florida. Yeah, and you don't you don't really think of it that way. You know, you think more of the you know the oceanic atmospheric uh, administration, but the archaeology uh, network is you know sometimes you just really don't think about that. But the but the history of like you said the settlers and the people that were here before us. Uh, you know, just right under our, our topsoil probably is just a, a vast amount of information and, and history that we can learn from. Um, Want to move on quick. I know w- w- this time goes by so quickly, um, but you guys are getting lots of grants. Lots of people are, are supporting these programs. Uh, $6.6 million Triumph grant. Tell me about that. Well, that is going to improve our nursing offerings through mm-hmm. the Ushikundu MD College of Health. The, uh, bless you. <laughs> Usha, Usha can do. Okay, all right. You have to say that many times to be <laughs> yes. able to let it roll off your tongue. But, right. Um, and a number of our nursing programs, not only here on the Pensacola campus, but also on the Emerald Coast campus as well. Mm. So it's an expansion uh, of our of uh, and more opportunities for more nurses. Mm. Yes, and like we said, bless those people for wanting to get into nursing and keeping us uh, healthy. Um, also, um, 2023 Higher Education Excellence uh, and, uh, and, diverse, and Diversity Award from Insight. I haven't, I haven't checked out Diversity Magazine. Um, it, you know, I probably should uh, check that out a little bit more, but, um, but obviously probably a, a very popular magazine and giving you a very high award. Yeah, we're really excited about this. This is our sixth consecutive year and our eighth time overall receiving this award. And what it does is recognize our efforts to build a campus that is inclusive for everyone. If you think about our campus and our community, uh, we have a lot of different kinds of students, whether they're adult learners, traditional learners, whether they're uh, military students, whether they're students with disabilities, whether they're international students, the, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. But when you create a college campus, you have to create a campus that works for everyone and allows everyone um, a sense of, of, of belonging there no matter who they are. And so we're grateful that we have been recognized on a national level for our efforts in that area. And in this climate, uh, you know, campus security and just the way people feel on campus now in this current climate is uh, is just very important to think about because it's something that we we take for granted. You know, when we go about our lives, especially, you know, going to campus, going to class, um, you know, but now we have to think about all of that differently. Um, 
So uh, uh, moving on, uh, like I said, the time is getting away from us here. There's so much to talk about. UWF, uh, check them out, uwf.edu slash alumni. Check out uh, that website, and it'll get all the information there that you need. Uh, so many um you know, former, you know, alumni coming back to give back so much uh, money being uh, funded and uh, granted to the to the university uh, ranked 12th in the country for best for vets college. That's very important in this area. Yeah, this is one I really, really want to make sure we have time for mm -hmm. that. Uh, this is a list of uh, national uh, schools that really do well by our veterans. Mm -hmm. And this is the highest ranking that UWF has ever received. And it's due in large part to our military and veterans resource center run by Lori Milkeris, who is herself a veteran. And we have a large number of students who are either active duty, retired, or dependents of, of right. active duty or retired military. So right. we do a lot to help those students succeed, and we couldn't be more proud. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and that's one thing. I, I've been here for about five years, and uh, you know, moving from the country to a, a military town, uh, especially near the beach, uh, it was just a, a definite change for me uh, and a little bit of a culture shock. But uh, moving into a town where they call it, you know, quote unquote, a military town, uh, I didn't know what to expect. But the uh, the outreach and just the sense of community here and uh, just the heart of this community has just been the most impressive thing to me, I think. Um, and it's so great that we have, you know, higher learning institutes that are on board uh, with with that and uh, bringing that change to our community. I can't say enough about what the veterans and their families bring to our campus. Mm. The experience, the worldviews, the questions. Uh, there is such an enrichment in both directions mm. that I think is something very special about our campus. Mm. Do you uh, do you see a student that has the military uh, experience, whether just being related to or just being, you know, uh, in it themselves? Do you think that uh, is definitely an, an advantage uh, for someone? Because, you know, that people talk about uh, sometimes they'll hire people who have military experience in place of uh, a school experience because that real world knowledge, especially in a military environment, uh, is sort of uh, just like a, a crash course that some people will never experience. Right? Oh, yeah. We have yeah. students who are, are field experts in logistics and mm. how to live li live ordnance on attack helicopters, Ugh. on moving materials around the world. Um, and, and let me put this on the line for you. I teach classes in, in American literature where we read you know, key documents like the Declaration of Independence. And mm. you take somebody who's been to war and you hand them the foundational documents of our country, you have really interesting conversations. Oh, so I bet. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of benefits. Uh, and quick, were you going to say something? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, I uh, just want to get to uh, some of the things looking ahead uh, here at UWF. Uh, you have the uh, capital campaign that's launching uh, in the spring. What, what will that What will that do for us? We'll be launching that in the spring, and we expect it. Uh, top priority will be more scholarships for our students. The more we can support students, uh, so that they don't have to borrow money uh, and can get out debt free, that is what we want to do. Mm. Which you know will pretty much in, improve society as a whole. Uh, because right now, especially in the news, you hear it all the time about debt relief and how people are just struggling, just buried under all these school loans. Um, also, a new grand entrance coming to the to the campus. Yes, we are. We are. Uh, as you as you come onto the campus, we want to make sure you know that you're that you have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and so, where the flagpole is, if you know our campus at all, uh, there'll be a much uh, a, a greater developed, a much stronger presence of. You're now at UWF, also a great place to have your picture made oh, yeah. uh, when you graduate. 
uh, with mom and dad and mm-hmm. wearing the cap and gown. So that's, that's, that's going to be a fun thing. And uh, a new science research wing here as we as we close out. Right. We received some funding last year uh, from the legislature to begin that project, and that will help us house the new work of civil engineering. Mm, Great. Well, like I said, the time goes by quick. Anything else you want to add before we close out? Just grateful to be here and and really happy to talk about our successes. You know, UWF is a young university as universities go, but we are doing great things. And this community has been so supportive of our efforts. So we want everyone to come out. We want them to see what we have to offer, enjoy our programs, our arts, our music, um, all of the knowledge that we share with the community, because that's what we love to do. Yes. And what a great community it is. And, uh, Definitely looking forward to seeing more coming out of UWF and this new entrance. I'll go by there and check that out as soon as it gets built. So great to have you guys on the show, Dr. Martha Saunders and Dr. Gregory Tomso, President and Vice President of Academic Engagement and Student Affairs. Thank you so much. Check them out, uwf.edu slash alumni. This is the Pensacola Expert Panel right here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you, guys. Go Argos. Go Argos. Go Argos.